Hey gang, so this is a um, special episode uh, because this is actually the first episode we ever did all the way back in sometime in 2018, maybe 2007, no, 2018, um, early 2018, um, and we're going to play this for you now. Uh, so this is the top 10 AFI was our first episode. Uh, we cut off some of it for time for, ri- for the radio show. Um, but if you want, you can listen to the full thing on our podcast in, uh, in a week. Hello, this is, uh, Zachary Ferguson. Hi, Zach. Hello, and that, who just said that was Sam Ferguson. Um, we are here today to start our first podcast ever together and um it took us about five different times to do this and it took sam no offense to him several hours it felt like to set this up it's about uh 20 minutes and honestly i think the battery's gonna run out on this so i'll just dive right in we talk about movies we talk about cinema we talk about really anything that's why the name of this podcast is Beep. Like it's like a green screen that beep. It helps you know when to put in. I don't know what you mean, Sam. <laughs> I said the name of the podcast, which is Beep. <laughs> All right, let's just get into it. So we are. All t- right. So we're gonna we're gonna first uh, start with uh, the the list that we're going for is the AFI American Film Institute top ten. See, they don't know what that means. Today we are talking about the AFI's top ten. Uh, podcast. Oh, no. The top ten movies. <laughs> that is American Film Institute. So these are American movies. Institute. These are all American movies, yeah. And these are the top ten that they think is of all time. And that's including right now. Right well, now. actually, this was updated. Uh, 2007, in, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. That. I know my stuff. It's not, It's like we no, did no, this, this before. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this okay. So 2007 is a good call. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... With and of course, oh, it, it was a no, it's not the same thing. Oh, my god, wait, I think did we, uh-oh. of course, lists are, <laughs> of course, lists are, um, kind of circ- circumstantial, but these are like you know, many film people, uh, reviewed these movies, and this is like, I guess, a what they think is the top 10. Uh, so this is, you know, and we're going to dispute or not dispute. All right, so number one. No, number ten. Number ten. <laughs> number ten. Number ten is the classic film, The Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz. Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard, 1939. Uh, 1939, directed by... Uh, uh, King Vitter. I mean, this is back when it was... It was directed, actually, by several people. By, uh, just to let you know. It was directed by... Oh, wow, yeah. It was directed by five different people. Uh, this is Five his... men. Yeah, five five men. You got um, Victor Fleming. I wonder how it would have been. Merlin Leroy. Anywho, this is not why we're okay. doing Okay, so this. Sam, uh, my... Combat. So we're talking about, are the films, do they deserve to be in the top ten in general? Wizard um, of Oz. Wizard I'm gonna, of Oz. I'm going to say it right now. I think it should be in the top ten. Whoa. And my reason for this is thusly. Uh, we watched it recently. Mm. 
And I think it is a prime uh, example of what you can do with color, uh, cinematography, uh, just the joy of film. It's just, it's pure joy. Unlike a superhero movie that is laden with, you know, CGI and marketing and all this other bullhinky, Wizard of Oz, was, it just was a fun movie. You could pay like five cents to go see, right? You're just like, I feel good. I feel so happy. Uh, and then you watch like an Avengers movie and you go, am I, wait, is Tony Stark an alcoholic? <laughs> That's so sad. There is that one scene where um, apparently that, that little person no, hung himself. Th- that 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 Never turned saw. out to not be true. Oh, yeah, well, that's what they all say. So that's I hope you edit out. The studio says to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that Wizard of Oz shouldn't be in the top ten. Shouldn't should oh. should be in the top ten because it is uh, an ultimate example of just great song, great fun, just a like just a classic film. And if we're talking about the best films of all time, it is. It, it, it has been made and is always will be what I like a, a great Pinnacle. example yeah, I mean, it's, of what a film could there's be. There's really no argument with this one. This is kind of a, a, no. a, a low ball. Uh, this I is think easy. Is the term. Uh, yeah, it's, it's well, a classic. Why do, you, why do you think? Well, I mean, the, the movies of the, of the 1939, the three movies that came out of that, we'll get to one in a little bit, but there's Citizen Kane, there's Wizard of Oz. Oh, wait, no, there wasn't. There was. Um, Gone with the Wind, yeah. Citizen Kane. <laughs> there was Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, this is and nice. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Whoa, really? Yes, they all came out in 1939, and they were all such great, prominent films of the time. And I think uh, it's just hard to deny that this this is a classic. I mean, it's it's. I I sat down. It was on AMC or something during Chris uh, during um, holiday to the December holiday. Uh, times mm. <laughs> and i sat Good down times. i'm like uh okay it's wizard of oz big whoop and i sit down two hours later i'm i've seen the whole thing i'm just it's also kind of weird of like how scary it, like it's, it's still kind of scary it's like crazy. even now um as a uh, 20 person and um, uh, me being a 30 yeah person yeah exactly um you're i can see all the Help me. bald spots <laughs> Already, my child is. There's like a few spots on your head right now from bald. Um, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's the sound a bald person makes. Um, So, anywho, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Wizard of Oz, classic. Uh, Probably not. It's actually not the first color film. Some people think that it's the case. Um, Do explain. uh, Well, they used to like hand color films, um, and also it was the first time they used Technicolor. Oh. We could talk about that later. Uh, Anywho, let's move on to something I think we might disagree on. Yeah. Uh, number nine uh, is Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, which is actually on BFI, the British Film Institute, their number one film. Now, what time. Sam just said was Vertigo. Uh, I said Vertigo. No, you said Vertigo. Uh, <laughs> That's like if I said our number ten was Vertigo. <laughs> So, yeah, number nine is uh, Vertigo, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, uh, the year that it was uh, put out. <laughs> was 1958. was 1958. All uh, right, so do you think this film should be in the top ten? Let's see. 
Out of Ed Hitchcock is uh, just invented all sorts of hoodanannies of uh, of film techniques and and ways about doing things. Is it my personal favorite of Hitchcock's stuff? No, Psycho I think should be uh, is my favorite, but you know that's not what why it's in the top ten. I think it's a great storytelling. I think it's great direction. Uh, something that Alfred Hitchcock was a master at was not only direction, but staging. Uh, how an actor should stand up and move over here without it being disorienting. I think just like Wizard of Oz, this is a great example of Technicolor. Um, should it be in the top 10, though? I think this is why the last time we did it, it took 40 minutes. I personally think... There should be some other movies uh, that replaces Vertigo. Vertigo, the reason why Vertigo is in the top 10 is its cinematography and direction. Um, I don't think it, uh, Vertigo should be in the top 10. I think something like 2001 should be in the top 10, while uh, 2001 is actually uh, computer. What is 2015. Yeah, 2001 Space Odyssey is number 15. Or, and I'll talk about this for our next one, Star Wars. Star Wars, I think, should even be in the top. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah. like So, Vertigo, in my opinion. So, just say it now. Yes or no on top 10. Now. Yeah, I think I would agree as well. Vertigo, I honestly watched it, and granted, I didn't see it in the big screen. And granted, yeah, you're right. It looks good. The story is interesting, you know, it created the vertigo shot, uh, but... Uh, which, by the way, the vertigo shot is where you, uh, I believe you pull out the camera as you zoom in, and it creates uh, kind of like the camera is pulling out. Yeah, if you've seen Jaws, which is more likely you've seen Jaws, it's the scene whenever that, uh, spoilers, that one boy gets eaten, and the it's the guy, uh, Roy Schneider, yeah. uh, whatever his name is. Um, Schneider. Oh, really? That's the thing. Uh, that his like reaction shot. That might not help at all, but that's that. But what's Anywho. the character's name? <sighs> Officer Bradley. Oh yeah, pardon me. But anywho, um, that's not right. I think. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out. Um, on our jaws. But uh, <laughs> on our jaws episode. episode. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, I think Psycho is was more enjoyable. I think this movie, when it finished, I was like, huh. And then I really didn't give it much thought. I kind of just, oh, that was a movie that happened, and it might have been good for the time. I definitely think it should be in the top, like, 20, Vertigo. I, I think, wouldn't even say 20. I, <laughs> I think it should be in the top 20. I just don't think it should be in the top 10. I think there are, are uh, if we're whittling it down, I think Vertigo should be, you know, top 20. You know, replace Vertigo with 2001 Space Odyssey. Vertigo doesn't have a lot of long-lasting, I think. There is the whole... Uh, kind of. I mean, there's the dream sequence. There's the bridge scene, kind of showing the depth of field. It's a nice mystery, but I've seen better mysteries I, on Columbo. Little shout out there. We'll do a Columbo episode. Oh, we're doing a whole Columbo episode. <laughs> Don't you fret. Okay. Anywho, uh, I think Vertigo shouldn't even be top ten, just because I don't really even know what it's about. Uh, I mean, I know the, like the general well, surface layer. Are you serious? I mean, it's it's about uh, Jimmy Stewart's fear of heights. I mean, and then you have Kim Novak's. She's a woman of mystery, and then of course you have Burn uh, Herm 
Men's haunting score in the city of San Francisco provide Hitchcock with like a great love story and sexual ambitions on a grand psychological level. I mean, man, you really sold it to me. Now I completely changed my mind. Oh, edit it there. I'm kidding. Uh, anywho, I still think well, uh, I, I, I don't really. The I mean, okay, Psycho. It's 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 about uh, a psycho, which is interesting because that's the something you didn't really see about birds is about a bunch of birds that like kill people uh north by northwest i also didn't really like i don't really like yeah and i it was the same reason i didn't really like vertigo that much i mean it's an interesting story but there's nothing very captivating about it and it's not it doesn't touch on anything like a universal human condition i don't and it's not captivating enough i disagree it's not captivating enough like psycho or like or like birds which have kind of weird almost it has to do with some weird fear in humans that isn't really talked about vertigo i mean the guy is scared of is the guy is scared of of heights and he has to find out what happened. Where did this girl come from? I feel like I've just seen that a few places, and granted, this might be the first time this has happened. Mm-hmm. And yes, you have to look at things historically, but as we get on later into this list of films, there are things that are classics and are the first of their kind and have been repeated, but they're still great. And I don't think Vertigo is great. I disagree with you so highly that if you could collect, like, if you can mount my uh, amount of how much I disagree with you and put Jimmy Stewart's character, he himself would have vertigo from standing on my own disagreement with you. Um, I think it is a great tale. I think it's it's actually... Spoilers! Uh, Jimmy Stewart's character is kind of crazy. His love of wow, obsession... Wow, spoiled the whole movie. I just said spoilers. Um... And uh, yeah, Bruce uh, Bruce Willis is dead the whole time in mm. Sixth Sense. No, <laughs> anywho, but I, I think I definitely disagree with you on. I I I think the story's great. Everything. I just think there is another movie that should be better, and I would have to say Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. Okay, well, I think we can disagree to disagree. Um, and let's move on to... Um, no, we agree to disagree. No, right? I, I disagree agree. that... I would agree I to disagree. I disagree that you're thinking like... like. But we're on cognitive. the same time. We're on the same turn. You think it's a shabby story that apparently has been seen before? I don't really... Not really seen before. I mean, I, I can't really name anything Have off you been my... reading like pulp uh, like novels? I feel like if you did, maybe. But, I just uh, wasn't... I just wasn't excited about it call me a millennial call me a what you gotta do but like I, I when i was watching it the whole time i was just thinking in the back of my head i i gotta you know i would rather fiddle my thumbs than fiddle your thumbs so let's move on um all right let's number, go on to uh number uh, this eight. one this one um schindler's, schindler's list. list directed by steven soddenberg no steven um, spielberg what Yes, who uh, directed um, the first I, I, episode of Columbo. I think that's all he's known for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Steven Spielberg, of course, is most known for his, uh, uh, for his TV duel and the upcoming uh, movie uh, Ready Player One. Mm. Uh, Schindler's List was made in 1993, which also he was directing uh, Jurassic Park as well. Jurassic Park 2 or 1? No, it was Jurassic... Dra- 2. He was also... Yeah, he was directing his uh, uh, sequel to Jurassic Park, uh, Lost World. Uh, and I think Schindler's List... Sorry. Yeah, go. I think Schindler's List is beyond a film. Every time I see it, 
I feel like I'm seeing history. It it feels so real. I feel for the characters. I hate the characters. Uh, the character development for Oscar Schindler, portrayed by uh, Liam Neeson, uh, also known uh, for his role in Dark Man, mm. was fantastic. Mm. I mean, you go from this swindling guy who's kind of using the Nazis as a way to uh, profit. profit to a man who realizes he's in a wonderful situation to oh okay edit that out he's in a he is the right man at the right time to save thousands of of jewish lives i think uh i will have a bunch of fun facts about this film uh one of them was this is actually uh steven spielberg went back to uh graduate from usc really um and this was the film he submitted (laughs) for his for his for his like thesis are you serious yeah i didn't know that (laughs) That... he submitted schindler's list to the professor (laughs) what kind of grade would you get for that i don't know you probably would invent a new grading system just like they would just stamp (laughs) the guy's face like like happy (laughs) like i don't know they would just give him a picture of the a picture of the professor doing like a home and low like ah face (laughs) yeah Anywho, yeah, they would just send them home alone, just that one clip. Or you Anywho. send them nudes. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Uh, I think the, the my so I think to be a great movie for me, there is always I have to have a scene in my head that I look to and be like, that is perfection. Like that scene. You didn't have that for Vertigo? No, I did not have that for Vertigo. Are there was see- no point in Vertigo <laughs> that I was like, that like- is a perfect shit. Cool shots, but there was no point where I felt like a synthesis of emotions oh. and visuals and everything. I that is completely wrong, audience. By the way, there <laughs> are a lot. Sam, you need to see that movie again. Maybe I do, but I, I really didn't like. Okay, we're on Schindler's List now, but the ending of Schindler's List. Um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um is Oscar Isaac basically the whole entire time? He, also, it's he, not really. It's a giant arc. And at the very end, he's being the Americans have basically won, and they're slowly getting closer and closer to his base, and he is being hunted because he was a Nazi. Hunted, hunted. So yes, so he um, decides. So he he's he's leaving, and all of the the all the Jewish people who he saved just is certain like circling him, and he starts crying, and he's saying like I could have saved so much more, and he starts to like he wants to he used to be like picking pennies and trying to he just grew so much and he just falls on his knees crying uh saying like i could have saved 10 more people with just this wing yes he does no he drops his pen okay yes but he yes anywho um oh he doesn't oh no he does fall to his knees i'll bet money on that anywho yes um i okay at the very end it cuts and then he's in the car anywho he does not fall to his knees We'll bet two bucks. I, okay, you're hearing this now. <laughs> Schindler, Oscar Schindler, during that scene, does not fall to his knees. Okay. He drops a pen and picks it up, shows it to people. He's crying. He's hunched over a little bit. His knees <laughs> do not touch. So, him. anywho, that scene I think is the scene that I that that makes that movie great for me. Uh, I mean, it's the it's the some could argue, but I mean, it's one of the most best. Um, uh, uh, I dare say it. Uh, I keep on saying depression, but concentration camp. Um, what about Shoah? What? Shoah was a documentary. It's a nine-hour documentary. Oh, that it. one. Yeah, well, that's nine hours, though. This is... 
There's I think so this, many great scenes in this. I think and the, I think Schindler's or uh, Spielberg even says this was up until yeah. I think he still agrees that this is his best film he's made. It there's so much heart and also it's funny. That's yeah. the weird thing. It's not just depressing uh, concentration camps, which I mean it should be. It's very depressing. Well, there's but it's it's actually kind of funny at points. No, no, okay. Uh, the but way, it's funny in a sad, yeah. sick way. It's funny. Well, Ben Ben Kingley's. Ben Kingsley's character kind of looks toy like he's not all the way uh, like he's not all the way crushed. He has kind of sarcastic moments between him and Schindler. Like there's that funny scene where he's writing up the list and he goes like, how many packs of smokes are you smoking? And he's like, I, I need a smoke. And he's like, for every cigarette you're smoking, I smoke half. <laughs> and he coughs a little. And that's funny. We la- we laugh. I laughed. Um, I did. Funny story, Sam and I, uh, back in our, uh, uh, a few years ago, we went to see Schindler's List in the theater, and I remember there was this woman who would... I don't remember. Yeah, there was this woman who, anytime Ben Kingsley would say something, he she would laugh. And not like a, like, <laughs> like a, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, anywho, so Ben Kingsley would be on. just like, just like... <laughs> Like, I'm glad you had a sandwich, but 10,000 Jews died today. And she would... <laughs> yeah, she would be like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, this movie deserves to be in top 10. It's the uh, movie that he first got nominated for? Yeah, it's his first... No, not nominated, but it's the one he won the Oscar for. And I would suggest... So that wasn't Shin- uh, 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 Sam Pryor Ryan? No, uh, Sh- uh, Sam Pryor Ryan came after this. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Fun, uh, you should, everybody should watch the scene, I think, for when he wins best... He won his best director, too, his yeah. first Oscar. I love watching uh, the Oscar when he wins his first Oscar because he's everybody's clapping because... He deserved it. He deserved it. a long time ago. And there's a, as he's walking up, there's this this guy in the back who just like it's about time. <laughs> and you should also watch uh, when he was nominated for best picture for Jaws, or he thought he was going to be nominated, and he invites the film crew over, and he's just like, everyone, oh. I want a tea and I want cream, and every he, and then he doesn't get it. He was like, cancel all my plans. I'm gonna I'm get drunk. Gonna get drunk in Santa Monica tonight, and he's just like so flamboyant and just like nerdy. And his two friends are just these really weird, like very thick Italian accents, wearing jaw jaw shirts. Well, I think one of them, one of them was in Godfather. Part yeah, one yeah, and yeah. Two. I no, watched exactly. Chicho. Yeah, Chichi. I don't know. I don't want to mispronounce the name. But anywho, yes, it should be on the list. It is Spielberg's greatest, even just for the fact that Spielberg des- deserves to be on this list. Spielberg is. To say what you want, but he is the greatest director, I think. For all for all of what a director like directing is now about producing and kind of market. I mean, yeah. let's admit it, and this will be another video. Movie making is not about just making movies; it's now about marketing. Everything has to, and I think Steven Spielberg has made the best. Look I think, at his like filmography; it is nuts. And the fact that he and st- did all of this, yeah. and he's still making movies, and right now he has two movies coming out, and he is, and he's producing too. In 2020, we're getting Animaniacs back. What on Hulu? Yeah, he's, he's producing, producing it. Yeah, well he he produced the other one. Oh, he Do did you not know nothing. Do I don't you know, know anything about the Animaniacs. Yeah, Animaniacs. He produced no. Animani- Animaniacs, Freakazoid, uh, the Tiny Toons. Really? Yeah. He's a big part of our All right, childhood, so, man. 
So that was number eight on this list. And next is number seven, Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia actually almost made Schindler's list not happen, which is right before Lawrence of Arabia. So we (laughs) may have had – who knows? And I would love to make a machine and go into an alternate reality and see what would be number eight. It would be like Ding Dong's uh, Expressway directed by uh, i wish it was i wish it was ding dong expressway <laughs> me too um no but um lawrence arabia saw it for the it's first just it's just such a brilliant it's a perfect it's just such movie. a beautiful film like it's just everything it's use of steady shots of just like just keeping the camera like the one scene that i always think of when i think of lawrence arabia is like towards the beginning you know, Lawrence is still sort of... Um, Arabian. He's still... No, he's not Arabian yet. He's still the British schmo he was before. His arc had just begun. Uh, he was meeting... He was just talking with this with this other guy from Arabia. And just they just turn, and they look off into the horizon. And they just see, like, way off into the horizon, just some guy on a horse walking off. And there's a blank horizon in the middle of the desert. And the scene just go Like, it's just such a still shot of these two people turning and looking at these people. And then, uh, spoiler, the guy on the horse just shoots the guy next to Lawrence, and he dies. And, we can't... and then Lawrence turns back to the person off on the horizon and watches as this person who killed the person he thought was his friend coming closer and closer and closer. And it's just, it's just so, so much uncertainty and just so much confusion expressed in just one still shot. Now, this is a movie that is four hours, I believe. I can't, I don't have the exact number, but it's about, it's an epic film. It has an intermission. It is about four hours long. And I kid you not, um, I was not bored one minute. No. I, I was actually tempted to get it the next week end and watch it again. It was that mm. good. The, it's such a good film. Like The it's- acting is top notch. You have. Peter O'Toole, Omar Sharif. Um, he directed it, didn't he? No, no, no. Uh, David Lean directed it, who is a master of epics. You have, you know, uh, Dr. Shivago, um, Bridge uh, to Terabithia, I mean, Bridge uh, Over the River Kwai, uh, Ding Dong's Express. <laughs> in an alter- I wish. <laughs> in an alternate universe. Um, also, I just want to give a shout out. To my roommate uh, George Burke for purchasing uh, a 65-inch TV so I can ah. watch this um, properly without watching it like some schmuck on his laptop. Or I some... watched that on TV, not a 65-inch, uh, but a, a TV. But, like I, I want to, I want to literally uh, like explode someone's head with my mind. Oh. If they Scanners watch it was a better the... movie, though. I think Scanners should have been uh, Scanners? Been above no, 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 no. I, I hate that. I, I mean, I think Scanners yeah. is good, but I don't think it should be anywhere near top 100. No, Lawrence of Arabia definitely should be on the top 10, possibly should be higher on the list. Welcome back uh, to this lovely podcast we got going on. I'm Sam. I'm Zach. And uh, we're going to return uh, to this lovely list 
uh, of the top ten AFI. So uh, the and that stands for American Film Institute. Mm. And the right now we are on number six, I think. Gone with the, yeah, no, we which are. Is gone with the wind. Nineteen thirty nine. Oh, sorry, I didn't continue saying it. Um, gone with the wind. Yes. Gone with the Wind is, uh, for those who don't know... No, Gone... they should know what it is. Well, okay. We're just going to say why it should... It, it, if it should or shouldn't be on this list. Okay. So, Gone with the Wind. Uh... Which is about a... No, I'm just kidding. I just okay. yelled at you. Yeah, that. you did. Uh, Gone with the Wind. Should it be on this list? Yes. Okay, yes. That's, I mean... But, uh, but uh, the reason why I think it deserves to be on this li- list is I think it's one of the greatest... Examples of uh, cinematography, story writing, acting, uh, good use of intermission. I thought the in-between from uh, the very uh, part one and part two are great. The ending where she goes, you know, she was dumped, I think, twice or something. Mm-hmm. She goes, I will never be hungry again. I love that that little And then the number. last one, the guy goes like, like Frank, oh, she goes, it doesn't matter because tomorrow is another day. Day. I love all the songs that they sang. <laughs> no, there there um, is no song. But uh, um, what I, I mean, it was the first of its kind. But uh, that does not mean that it should be on the top ten. I yeah, think it's just I one of the best sh- examples of. Um, I think it should be um, on there. I mean, just I mean, it was very inspirational. Uh, what's it called? What did I say? Inspirational. Not inspirational. Uh. Well, I I think what you're about to say I disagree with anyway. So no, I'm not it, it was it was it was it was very unique at the time, um, and I still think it's unique today. But no, I I think that I disagree with that's your thing. I, I'm saying the fact that it was unique deserve gives it a gives it a reason to be on this list. Yeah, but I still think it's still unique in the sense of my argument for Lawrence of Arabia, uh, in the sense that like say like Interstellar, you know, beautiful uh, like array of i don't know cgi mm. i would rather watch uh, gone with the wind over interstellar mm. even though Inter- gone with the wind is like super long now here's a question mm. i've heard that it is actually now becoming controversial to like gone with the wind why because it kind of and by kind of i think it totally kind of maybe i mean they say that it, glorif- it glorifies the Slavery? confederates oh um now, quick caveat: I have not seen this movie in its entirety in a bit, so I don't really know. The, the um, I will say the mama, the mammy character. Well, that she, her name is Mammy. Mammy, yeah. And she is the like that is definitely. Well, didn't she win an Oscar for this movie? She though? did. First African American ever to win an Oscar. That's actually. pretty nuts. Yeah. Let alone um, actually, you know, like oh wait, first African American was an African American lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So she did. And the first person to win for Best Actor was uh, Sidney Poitier. 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 Yeah. But anyways. Or, uh, he in the Night. I have not also seen this movie in a long time, but, uh, I mean, the story is true, and I don't think it's. Well, cinematically. Cinematically, true, it's true. That's guess. It's true not to form. Really. It's true to form. Not really true. But, true I mean, it's based form. on a book as well. Yes. But, I mean, books um, are words. But, like, we we recently watched um, uh, How the West Was Won. And there's other movies like that. Very epic films. I didn't films. think that movie was racist. No, no, no. I'm talking about how, how it's like the, the – I think it's – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like the, the original epic 
Like, think of a movie before oh, uh, that. Oh, uh, Gone with Wind. Yeah. I can't... Think. Maybe besides... Maybe besides... What, is, what, 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 what It's just... It's gonna rock the mic. Oh, okay. Um, maybe besides, um... No, I can't think of anything. What's I mean, it called? No, there was, there was a uh, film that G.W. Griffith made. Oh, wait, yeah, Intolerance. Called Intolerance. And then also, I mean, if we're, I was going to compare this. Birth of a Nation mm. is considered an epic. But that movie All right, is so the totally... first the first talkie, that was an epic. Well, what about Singing in the Rain? That wasn't an epic. That isn't an epic. That's not an Actually, epic. Actually, I have Also, right... Singing in the Rain, I feel like, was after 39. Yes, it was. So, there you go. Woo. And also... Um, a little history fact: uh, the the year nineteen thirty nine um, was largely considered like the dawn of oh, like one of the greatest. All the, quiet on the Western Front is considered an epic. Well, that was a year after. No, that's in nineteen thirty. Oh, that was in thirty. Yes. So, that's not okay. No, it literally. Well, I, this it, is a different it discussion. It actually is in the AFI's top ten <laughs> epics. Okay. So, well. Uh, yeesh. I wouldn't consider All Quiet on the Western Front epic specifically because <laughs> it's about World War One. Well, I guess Gone with the Wind's about the Civil War. Yeah, I mean... All right, well... Dude, that's a question, like, dude... What is an epic? I think it was the first I thought epic... It was, it was a long movie. ...that isn't just centered in... Gone Saving with the Wind... Private Ryan is an epic. That's... But that that's years later. Um... Uh, Gone with the Wind is not just about the Civil War. It's about these characters. All Quiet on the Western Front is very much just about World War One. Mm. So that's that's my why I wouldn't consider it an epic. But that's another conversation, I suppose. But um, yeah, no, I, I think we're all in agreement though that Gone with the Wind deserves to be on this on this list. Very much so. Now, I, I think do you think it should be at number number five? Five? Well, let's look. Um, I, I don't. I actually think it should be a little higher yeah, than some of these other ones. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the next one in a second. I think it should be number four. Anyways, number five, singing in the rain. Singing. Oh, sorry, singing in the rain. Nineteen fifty-two. Nineteen fifty-two. Does this deserve to be on the list is, of the top ten movies? I wouldn't say so. Top ten. Singing in the rain. I mean, don't get me wrong. Amazing musical number. Like, it's it's a great is it musical. Is the best musical? It isn't even the best musical? I mean... I mean, Annie's pretty about, good. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, the thing about Singing in the Rain is it kind of made fun of that whole talky thing. Like, that whole great bit where the guy's, like, going, like, Look at my mouth as I talk. Yeah. So it's kind of in the way that sometimes movies go is like it's a movie that's kind of also making fun of itself but emulating like look at us we're talking so history wise I, that's why singing in rain is in the top 10 do i think it's the top 10 greatest movies i mean i get you i get all the points it's just it's not top 20 sure top 10 top 5 Greatest movies. It's in the top five, people. It's in the top five. I think Gone with the, the Rain should definitely... The, the the top... Now the top five has to hit some... It has to have something very immortal about it. And I don't think, honestly, Singing the Rain is is 
immortal. I think it, it people well, don't I think it is. I think West Side Story, for instance, yeah, is has a bigger uh prevalence. We we just looked up top uh, greatest top. music uh movie AFIs. musicals of all time of AFI. Sound of music. I, I sound think of sound music. of music. I think Senior be... the Rain is, is it was a great studio musical, but I think West Side Story had more but, and that's why I think it's in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Whether alone top five is this was just all around the, it's singing in the rain is classic hollywood mm. and hollywood is american movies mm-hmm. like you had I, it was a, it was a studio magnet it was mgm correct mm-hmm. it had uh fancy pants mm-hmm. it had uh princess leia's mom debbie reynolds mm-hmm. <laughs> you may be hearing someone <laughs> die in the background we are Doing this from a gutter. <laughs> we are literally in a gutter right now, and someone is above us blowing their nose on us. Blowing, yeah. Um, anyway. So, continue. Uh, but yes, I agree with you, Sam. I don't even think it should be in the top 10 or 20. Maybe even 50. Whoa! No, oh, okay, no, no la, 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 la. Yeah. Edit that out, edit that out. No, yes, we're not editing that out. We're not editing that out. we're going to edit that no, out. No, editing it yes, out. We no, we can't. I'm, I'm editing We this. both have final edits on this. No, well, you're, I'm going to, I'm first edit, and you're going to forget about this. No, I'm video. writing this down right now. He's not writing it down. I'm writing folks. it down. He's not writing it down, everybody. I'm ri- I have nothing to write it on. <laughs> yeah, Next know. time we do this, I'm bringing a notepad. I don't even see West Side Story on the top 50, so there you go. Really? Oh, Sound of Music. West Side Story is 51. That's okay. Uh, that's so there wrong. you go. Not top 50. I, 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 top think, 50 I, think, I think for musicals, AFI is, is off. I think, I think it's a great studio film. It's got, you know, it's got Gene Kelly. It's got the Gene one Kelly. funny guy. It's got the mom of... of uh, I just said of Debbie Jody, Harrells. Uh, oh, okay, there Reynolds, you go. Debbie, Debbie Reynolds. Reynolds. Um, but it's not... It's not top 10 definitely not top five top 20 sure sure i just think the reason why it is there and it just what i think is it it is it a perfect example of a studio film Mm -hmm. just it's a studio film talking about studio films yes which is also something hollywood Hollywood loves loves. like the artist or the argo or the you know know, Birdman. anything about film or or behind the scenes don't get me wrong viewer i mean listeners with your (laughs) ears you're no yeah i mean you could be watching the the our cartoon of this yeah the cartoon of this or just watching like to watch the the the, maybe little waveform yeah maybe you're i mean like for those who have eyeballs and you Mm. are viewers let's move on let's move on okay so what i'm yeah okay now, number four. Now, number four is interesting. It is an interesting one. Ew. Raging Bull. Directed by... Martin Scorsese. Steven Spielberg. Okay, I have to do this over again. <laughs> Raging Bull, 1980, is number four. Directed by Scorsese. And this is Martin his... Martin Scorsese. Mar- yeah. Oh, oh, not to be confused. Um, so, this is uh, kind beep, of... Beep, beep, beep. A little bit of history background. So a lot of times the 70s uh, is considered one of the greatest uh, decade of um, uh, film. Uh, And that's because a lot of the directors had complete control of their films, um, including Martin Scorsese. We had Spielberg. We had George Lucas. A lot of people there. Um, 
But this film, uh, when we we read this book called uh, Easy Rider, Raging Bull, and uh, Raging Bull was kind of, in the, at least this book seemed to claim that it was the last film. Uh, it was like the 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 bookmark or the the bookend of this 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 uh, decade, the seventies decade of great. Uh, well, you know what did it? Heaven's what? Gate. Oh well, yeah, Heaven's Gate. But this was the last great like film of that yeah. time period, I guess. Um, now, do I think that's it why should be in the top... on this? Now, should it be in the top four? Ten. Oh, top, top, top five. Top five, I guess. But let's skip to top ten. Yeah. Should it be in the top ten? I don't... Like, uh, looking at the other... I have to be not opinionated. It's not my favorite Martin Scorsese, but is it his best film? I think it's... It, does, I think it it's... doesn't even matter if it's his best film. Do I think it's better than some of these other movies? I personally like Taxi uh, Driver more. I love that's my favorite movie. But then you. But also is it? We're the, looking at the like. The, don't hit the I'm ground. So, I'm so sorry. We're looking at like the historical importance of it. Now um, it did have a amazing um, method acting hmm. of Robert De Niro and Pesci getting well. Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro being in really good shape, and then gaining sixty hmm. pounds, sixty fifty sixty pounds. To play the more paunchy version of mm. uh, Jake LaMotta, who uh, he uh, he portrayed in mm. Raging Bull, who recently died. Really? Jake LaMotta, yeah. When? Uh, about two months ago. Really? Yeah. That recent? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Um, so, but, like, now this, that we're in top five, like, there has to point. be an intangible something about it that is just, like, just makes it... Far better than anything else. Um, I think actually, from a cinematic piece of work, I, I think it's pretty great. I, you have I, the fighting scenes that are actually are all shot in different forms. Mm. You have some that are shot. It's just kind of. It's a great shot. It's a great. It's very raw. A lot of emotion. It's a great uphill, downhill. I just don't. It's almost. I it's think also an I, oi, uh, ode to uh, also like. There's an ode, ode to a lot of old, like on the waterfront. For I mean, a very definite ode to waterfront. Well, that's how it ends, I think. And it's exactly how it ends. It's it's him rep like exactly quoting it, and then at the end of Boogie Nights, it's a reference to. Oh, yeah, I Raging think Boogie Bull. Nights should be on the top 100. But that's but that's, that's that. I think that's a point that Wait, I'm what? I'm I what. Was that a reference to? Boogie Nights yeah. was the reference. Yeah, is that for sure? That's different. That he said that in an interview. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I never really pieced those two together. Oh, yeah. No, it's a reference. I love that ending. No, I think it's so cool that there's the this references on the waterfront and Boogie Nights references Raging Bull. Except Robert De Niro doesn't show his penis at the end. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Spoilers, everyone. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, anywho, top. Five. Top five. I, Top ten. Let's just say that's the whole thing. I don't know. I I don't. I'm starting to. I think Scorsese. You can disagree with I me. I do. I think Scorsese is a, the definition of someone who loves and puts Scorsese, his movie, in the top four is what some would call a film bro of like a very certain type I of I have not film. met anybody Who's a film bro? Actually, for people who I just think it's I think kind of an old like school. 
Okay. Are those film bros? No. Yes. Film bros are those who like Scorsese. I don't. And agree. really just love Scorsese. Uh. <laughs> agree. I don't agree at all. Audiences at home. I think if you like Martin Scorsese, you do like film. I'm not saying you don't dislike film. I don't. I'm just saying it, it's a. a um, I don't know. It, I, I think it, it's, a, it's a very, a it's a very. I don't think Martin Scorsese is a commercially successful artist. So liking him does not mean he's that you com like commercially successful. Look at his, look at his record, okay? And I've seen. Okay, like, he's not Spielberg, but he's commercially. King of Comedy, After Hours, Color of Money, Last Temptation of Christ, did not make much money at all. Uh, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, and then after that, Cape Fear. That didn't make money, but Age of Innocence didn't make. Yeah, that he's much. had some clunkers, but most people have. Kung Fu. Well, then not. I think Scorsese is kind of a hot topic these days. Not really a hot topic, actually. I wouldn't say he's a hot topic, but I think I think he is an old type of film that um, a lot of people try to emulate, and I I really don't see that at all. I, I don't personally see people. See, people like the the. the that kind of like, New York as a as a grimy New York like gangster movie. When are people doing that? No, no, they do gangster movies, but they and do I think that they with do Godfather. it with imitating Scorsese more so than Godfather. Uh, I don't really. I mean, I think people. That's a whole conversation for another time. But I, I think I think AFI right now. This this list is a is a is a certain look. At the American, uh, at American films, that I, it I'm is. Just, I see some other stuff on here, and I don't think uh, Raging Bull should mm -hmm. be. No, I. You know what? Raging I Bull disagree. I don't up. think Raging Bull should be in the Raging top Bull, ten. Raging Bull, I think, sticks out here. I think, I think that it's Taxi Driver. I think Taxi Driver would have been a better. I think that's a more artsy, and I think that's that. That is a better. It was example. also an earlier. It was. It was. It was much more of a surprise when it came well, out. Well, and it, in, in uh, the overall better as a film. In mm -hmm. my opinion, I mean, if you're talking about method acting, Robert De Niro for six months before, I mean, let's just say he did do this before the filming of Taxi Driver. He did ride a uh, cab. He was mm -hmm. a cabbie uh, for New York. So mm -hmm. he, he prepared for his role. He was a serious actor and everybody was just in this very raw state. But I will say getting into Raging Bull, another reason why this is a great movie and should, I think, be on the top 15 mm. yeah. is... Uh, this was right after uh, Martin Scorsese had an overdose of cocaine and he was lying in the hospital and was watching uh, Beauty and the Beast, the 1940s, 30s one. This is from the book Easy Rider, Raging Bull. And I mean, he just he's like sick. He's like almost he almost died. Martin Scorsese almost died that night. Mm. And Robert De Niro like said, "You got to pull yourself together, man. Like you can't do this to yourself anymore. You, this, this is stupid." And it was kind of that reasoning that made him real like realize like I have to finish Raging Bull. Mm -hmm. So in a way, Jake LaMotta was a representation of Martin Scorsese's kind of own self. So biographically, and uh, I think Raging Bull is the closest we're gonna get. But Taxi Driver, I think, is such a raw film. Mm. Like, that is an open sore mm. of a movie. That it does not hold back. And it's just perfect. And there isn't a cameo. So I think Raging Bull, 
yes should be in the top 15 or even 20 but taxi driver should be in uh i think it should be number four and i think i think i agree with you on that i yeah i think taxi driver is more uh i think taxi driver has more of a influence on film in general um more people reference it uh i I don't think that i'm just saying i think it's a better movie overall and i I just think it's more it's almost documentary as well it's a tell you the truth. It's a documentation. Raging well, the beginning Bull, of Raging Bull is pretty cool. Yes. That's a lot of times. Well, just, I'm not. Once again, I'm just saying. Like, I don't think it should be in the top ten. There's a lot of other fantastic movies, and if you're gonna do a Martin Scorsese, Taxi Driver should mm. be number one. Taxi Driver was not only a story; it was a documentation of the hellish nightmare that was New York in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, let's let's move on to, to the number top three. three. Well, hold top, on, hold on. I think, in my opinion, we can we can we just the top three here. I think are very consistently the top three. Yes. Like everything else, everything else is like there's a bunch of lists that have these, but these top three, I think we should talk about these top three, comparing them all together. Okay. I think that would be interesting, and we'll just go through them real well, quick. Well, I don't think Casablanca is number three. Nineteen forty-two. The Godfather, 1972, the first one is number two, and number one is Citizen Kane. Now, that is So, been... let's talk about that real quick. All right. I'm going to close my computer because it is 21%. Mm. So, hopefully we can remember this. I hope so. All right. So, number three, Casa de Blanca. I think this is a good movie. Should it be in the top And you 10? just watched this recently, didn't you? I saw this just... I actually... I saw Casablanca and Lawrence of Arabia for the first time ever very recently for this... Uh, these, those were the only two movies I had not seen in the top 10. Mm. Casablanca is very good. It's a very good movie. It has some great lines. It has great cinematography. Humphrey Bogart is doing his thing to the max. I, oh, actually, Claude Rains is my favorite in that whole uh, thing, actually. I think he's a gem and a half. Do I think it should be in the top? Tell you the truth, I mean, if we're going for, like, why is it there? I would almost say, um, what's it called? City Light should be in there. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. Because if we're going, you know, comedy, I mean, sorry, not comedy. We're going for romance. Uh, that ending is like yeah. It gives more. It I gives think some laughs. Citizen or Casablanca is not really. It's a, it's a romance, but it's a sad romance because it doesn't really. Oh, it's very end. sad because it, it he, doesn't end with him getting the girl. No, but he, that's not his point at the end. The end. It's more of a hero story. Well, he, the whole entire thing is he's like I'm a bon- like don't trust me. I've cha- like I've changed. You should not love me. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, I'm looking out for me. That's the whole thing. He's like, I'm looking out for number one. Mm -hmm. And so, but at the end, he kind of proves it wrong. Mm. And Claude Rains also proves it wrong, too. Like, what's up with that? Claude Rains was working with the Nazis Mm -hmm. up until the very end. I think. I'm starting to talk myself. Casablanca is 
a great is a a lot of people point to it as an amazing script once again but yeah. i think costa blanca there is a very strong age gap i think it is perfect for people who are 40s or older i think it it represent in it epitomizes a old type of film that is all focused on talking film noir this was like the the one of the original film noirs uh some people would argue it originated film noir yeah i don't know about oh no yeah yeah i, I agree and um, i i honestly it's it, it came from a time period that scripts it was all about talking and it was all about just what people are saying um and it was all about a kind of a, a, a very uh, I mean it not no I get there's character I, arcs yeah. in all films but it, it, it came from a, a point where it was just focused on what people were saying you know but then again I think that's another thing I think it was definitely a studio film and so it got a lot of press and it got you know it had all the right things and it was just perfect for what it was but I don't know if it should be on the top 10. Mm. I also think it is kind of cool. This came, this came out in... Uh, 19... Oh, shoot. 40? <laughs> well, no, it, it, it came out in... Um, 42. Uh, and this was during World War II. I think, that, I think that's why it is really unique. Because a lot of times, World War II films were about... During World War Two, we're just trying to raise like, bonds. we're trying to raise bonds and trying to be rah rah America. This was not really about America whatsoever. It was about it was about Americans, sure, but it wasn't. They didn't really like they 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 were international people. They went and lived and met in Paris. Um, they were in Casablanca now. See, and that, I'm starting to realize the reason why Casablanca is, I think, in the top ten is it's just a great representation of the mu the movie magic. Hmm. So, and I think that's what we're missing here with the, like, I mean, I, I think there are different movies that have the different movie magics. And that's why I didn't think, you know, Raging Bull or Singing in the Rain should be in the top ten. Another movie should. Because they're more magical. But I think Casablanca. I think that's an original. Like, like that was. That is like Superman. Mm. You know? Yeah, Superman I mean, I, there's the no purest. avoiding it. I, I I say, I stick with my point of view of like, I think, I think it it's an be old. In the top 10. It's an old. It's an old film. I'm going to say. And it's not really for our generation. But I think it, there's no hiding no. The, its effect on film. And it, it's, it's, it's a. Film has has developed since then, and it, it's an old movie, but it, it was perfect for the time. But I think you should see it. If you truly love film, you're definitely going to see the love of film in this movie. But and there I is an argument. I say it should be top three. I Because some of these films. Of the AFI. Some movies stand the test of time. Like, for instance, Lawrence of Arabia that we were talking about earlier. I think that's still relevant today, but I think that's also unfair uh, since we did, that was from the sixties. Um, and that's more like what typically modern, that's when like modern films sort of started. So although I'm not personally, um, 
strongly attached to Casablanca, uh, I think it is important uh, for the to be on this to be on this list. Um, but let's let's move on to um, Godfather. That's number two. Mm-hmm. I definitely think Godfather should be number two. What I think is interesting about this film is uh, is just how much people really just disliked Francis Ford Coppola uh, while shooting it. And it, it's just so well-known. It's just so well-loved that it's just unheard of, or most people don't know. Um, like, they did not want... The studios did not want um, uh, uh, Pacino to be in it. Um, they also didn't like the lighting either. Yeah, the lighting was horrible. They, like, after the first... Before the first two weeks... They got back the dailies from the film, and they they thought it was a bit too dark because it was kind of a unique way of shooting. Shooting all this, um, and Which he was he was at odds with his with his um, DP, the the person actually really? like in charge of the yeah. They were like going back and forth with each other. They both had different ideas of how to shoot it. It, it was just constant. It was not a, a nice uh, place to be while shooting. Um, yeah. Well, it's just really, it's really crazy. I think. I mean, okay. So I definitely think it should be a number two, just because it's one of the greatest acting on film. Uh, you know, with Ro- uh, Robert um, Duvall and Al Pacino, and um, and uh, you have um, what's his name plays the Godfather. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it, it's it, it's one a.m. Everyone, just so you know. Yeah, we've um, been doing this for quite some time. <laughs> Um, no, what's his name? <laughs> Come on. Joe Pesci. <laughs> no. Who is he? Who is he? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't have my computer. James Dean. Marlon Brando. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you have Marlon Brando as Godfather. I mean, it's just all these great... Uh, James Caan. It, it's uh, literally like when I think of movies... I'm actually kind of surprised. We already talked about this, about Star Wars not being... Um, when I think of movies, I think of two things, like just movies in general. I think popcorn movies, and I think that's I think Star Wars, and I think I think art house films, art house films, and I think The Godfather. I think The Godfather is like the perfect combination of commercially amazing, like everyone loves it, but it's also art house. Yes. And I don't know if I totally agree with that, but I need some time. To I mean, it's okay. That. It's not I'm just art house. I don't agree with that. It's not but... art house in the sense of like a racer head, <laughs> but it's 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 unique. It's not like it's you can see that it wasn't made to be. I definitely think it's super well. Uh, it's it took some risks shot wise. Mm-hmm. With the and it, the story and is amazing. It's it's just. people even my age like take notes on this film it's it's just such a while i think like talking about earlier while i think scorsese is kind of like i don't know can be a little bit he seems almost too commercial commercial at this point and like some of his movies are a bit i don't know i don't even know how to describe that can be another video but um i think just godfather is just the pinnacle like yeah it's just the it's a perfect movie. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it. it yeah, it's a perfect. Movie. But yes, number one. All right, this is where Citizen I, Kane. This is where I'm a little afraid for folks because it's pretty late, and this may take a while because I think we have different opinions. 
Oh no! Wait a second. So Citizen Kane, I think, deserves number one. Oh. I think it deserves number one. Oh, oh we both agree then. Oh, we we do agree. I thought you didn't. I thought you thought what? it was over. No, 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 no. I think I, I've talked about. I've talked about people saying it was over. Oh. But I think Citizen Kane. I think deserves all the praise. I agree. Citizen Kane, like talk. Citizen Kane came out a year before Casablanca. And talk about and a Casablanca. Like I was saying, Casablanca. Like although it's important, all this stuff. Citizen Kane, I. St- Still think it's a amazing. I movie. love that movie. I see it now, and I'm like, this is great. I think it, it's, it, 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 it does a perfect job of showing the descent of a man from, from being like uh, being a rich, from being a kid, to being a oh. a young rich entrepreneur. And then just slowly lose. And he it does it in such... First off, the shots are actually amazing. And this is before film noir. I think it does it better than any film noir I've ever seen. I, and I think in a way, this is actually one of the best, like, in, in a way, like an indie film. Because it was scathed in the box office. Oh, yeah, office. no. Talking about, like, how... It was how, a how, box office Oh, failure. really? Yeah. It was a box office failure? Nobody liked... Nobody... Nobody... Wow. It was, it was panned. It took years years before people realized it like was what good. was the big turner like what what critic said like well, whoa he, this he, movie's actually nuts i don't <laughs> like, know that's another that's like i'm pretty sure you know i mean guys. orson wells is like i i think he, he also did uh war of the worlds with the radio no, oh no sorry yeah he did no, I'm, I'm so <laughs> and spielberg but uh no keep going keep going he like, is just such and but also the studio really hated him for it. Um, same with Godfather. The studio hated uh, 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 Francis Ford Coppola for it. They hated. They were like giving him such hard time. But what made it great is he was just like, no, this is how we're gonna do it. Also, it was all about uh, you know it was that guy Hearst, the yeah, newspaper. So it's like uh, as if William Henry Hearst was it. I think so, yeah. So like he was making fun of this guy Hurst, yeah. in one of the greatest ways possible. And I He wasn't would, making fun of him. He was just showing the, 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 the eras of, of living like this. And I gotta say, if you gotta be made fun of, that is the artsiest and classiest way. Like there was no it wasn't like an Andy uh, like uh, I think, think one of the great people so I get into this argument occasionally because I think it, I think right. Citizen Kane, the way I feel about Casablanca is how I think some people my age look at Citizen Kane as well, that it's outdated and old. They appreciate it, but it's outdated and old. I, don't think I cite one, I mean, there's a bunch of scenes, but the scene at the end, spoilers, whatever, the scene at the end where the last girl breaks up with her, with with him, and he just loses it in the bedroom, and he just, it's just a long shot of him just tearing apart this bedroom and also the shot of him watching her walk down that hallway beautiful and then just looking at him looking at her it's just so heartbreaking and he could break he could bring the whole mansion down and and burn it and it would mean nothing to him because he's 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 done he has lost everything and it like he could just keep destroying things, and that ending scene makes it. I think that makes it that that 
cements it into cinema perfection for me. Well, I and, and I think it deserves number one. More, you could fight me on this. Well, yeah. I, I think it does deserve more than Godfather. Yeah, I agree. Because I think Godfather, there's a lot of... There's no part of Godfather that I truly feel for any of the characters. Do you agree? How does that sound, Zach? No, I feel for Al Pacino. And I feel for... Uh, I feel. I Give feel... me a scene. Give me a shot. Well, I actually did feel a little sad about the scene where... Um... The Godfather, uh, Don Corleone, dies. Oh, I like the the Fredo. Whenever Fredo is just trying to save him and can't. Yeah, I feel sorry for everybody. What are you talking about? Well, I just I'm I feel just bad for James Cannon. Well, I'm not saying I feel bad. I just don't. I can't, like, actually sympathize. I can't. I can't like really connect with them on such a deep level. Well, I know it's not on the list, but in some ways, you can always connect number. One and two with Godfather and Al Pacino's descent as the Godfather is in very. Oh, you mean part two, Godfather part two? I mean that descent, like no, just overall that descent. He just wanted to be a normal guy. Mm. He said like, "Don't worry, Kate. That that part of me will like my, I'm not my family." Mm. And then you see into number two. Spoilers, by the way, he kills his own brother mm. over a silly little. And that's also well, that's occasionally a uh, part two is on, uh, top list as well. I'm well, kind of surprised they, it's not on this. Well, sometimes they just add them together. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It just flows so It's good. one giant film, kind of. Uh, um, and my personal thing, don't watch the... Uh, what is it? The, part three? No, don't watch the completed uh, oh, oh, the oh. Godfather Ultimate or yeah. whatever. They, they do it in order, and it just doesn't. Because part two cuts back to... Vito. It's complicated. Just don't watch Anyways, it. I totally think that The Descent of um, uh, Charles Kane in Citizen Kane is one of the greatest story developments ever. And I think the movie kind of emulates Orson Welles himself, mm. what happened to him. I also think Orson, it, it's, it's... He went from a great radio personality to a man who probably had given up on life and... It's acting things. ahead of its time. Uh, Orson Welles in that film... I think that's part of the other reason why. In like Casablanca, Humphrey Bogart, great actor for the 40s. But it's 40s acting. You know, it's acting that's like, he's just kind of just says the line and looks cool. I think if Orson Welles I think, was... though, Orson Welles in that film, he seems real. Yeah. Like, he, he has kind of weird quirks to him. And he he seems enjoyable. Like Especially, when he laughs, it seems like it's real laughing. When he yeah. when he when he feels uh, like awkward, other, he feels like he's uh, looks like he's awkward. And his friend too. I think uh, the other actors are great too. I love. I think th uh, the uh, him being the newspaper, like him just starting the newspaper business. I think that was like pretty darn close to what I think twenty year olds would be like in the nineteen forties. That spunk. And I think if Orson Welles was born today, he would definitely be in the hipster, like, 824. <laughs> Hopefully. But I'm glad he wasn't. <laughs> that concludes for our uh, first episode of... This is called... Um, Zach and Sam's video screaming. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> that becomes the title. <laughs> Zach and um, Sam's... Uh, Zach and Sam... Uh, scream about why your name first. Anywho, um, so that concludes this episode of whatever show this is. Um, please tune in more. 
will hopefully be doing more of these. Of uh, you could see we have we've already come up with a few ideas just by doing this one. Yeah. Um, the next one will be is a twenty. What is a twenty four? What is a twenty four? Okay, about. that is a good one. What is a and that'll probably be a shorter one as well. Actually, uh, that so. one will just be about a twenty four, and we'll just rant. Why not? All right. Oh, how about that? Our title is Zach and Sam rant, or. For Sam's sake, Sam and Zach Credits rant. Just, the song or theme song just rolls over this part. Mm-hmm. <laughs>